Welcome to Dear Us, a podcast inspired by the conversations we aren't having. In today's episode, we'll be speaking about body shaming, body esteem, and feminism. Stay tuned! Hi, this is Tadia. This is Hannah. We're finally recording a podcast again. Um, it's been so long. And I said we were going to record one soon, and soon is finally here. Um, we were planning on recording another podcast around January, and it's been, what now, five, six months? Six months. Six months. And um, we tried, but Hana was in New York. I was in Dubai. We tried with Skype. Skype was banned here. And then we had lots of different like difficulties with uh, recording together. Um, I got busy with a new job. And I was studying. <laughs> so basically, we just didn't get the time to do it. So finally now, Hannah's leaving to London tomorrow for an exhibition of her artwork. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're recording before sh- before she leaves. Yep. So, today's episode, we'll be speaking about body image, um, different things related to body image. We're, I guess, specifically speaking about women. Of course, it applies to men, and Mm -hmm. we'll address that, but just because our experiences, um, you know, as women, we don't don't know about... um, Men's experiences. Men's experiences. Um, yeah, and uh, we'll be speaking about skinny shaming, about how doctors equate health with weight. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, many different other things related to body, body image. image. So I guess the first thing, um, Hannah, that you, you saw something on Instagram. Yeah. So I saw something on Instagram on a supposedly feminist page, um, basically saying that any um, skinny girl that complains about thinking she's fat or um, just not liking her body is only seeking attention because the ideal, I guess, is um, to be skinny. So there's no way you could be unhappy with your body if you are skinny Mm -hmm. um which i just i don't agree with first of all i don't understand how that is a feminist point of view Mm -hmm. and i also just don't agree with it in general because being skinny doesn't mean you can't be unhappy with the way you look like yeah exactly um especially with things like um body dysphoria and eating disorders yeah yeah. It's like a lack of understanding around uh, eating disorders and just body image uh, disorders in general. Yeah. Body um, dysmorphia. I said dysphoria. <laughs> dysmorphia, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I think definitely, like, if you... If, speaking about our own experiences, even when I think of myself back when I was probably at my skinniest... Mm-hmm. I was so unhappy with myself. Yeah. And and I think this happens to so many people that they look back on pictures 
of themselves when they were skinnier and then they're like oh how was I unhappy with myself at that you know that time or at that moment um and it's because it's so much more complex than just like someone who's uh skinny just wanting you know to get attention from someone Mm -hmm. else when they say that they're so fat it's 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 goes I mean it's much more complex than that um and even coming to the point to where you're able to tell someone else how you feel about mm-hmm. yourself is not an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. So once a person has already started to maybe tell someone about it, mm-hmm. it means that it's gotten to a point where they need to. Yeah. 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 And I think like speaking specifically about feminism and then skinny shaming, mm-hmm. uh, what's sad is that, okay, there isn't one type of feminism, of course, but but there's, you know, a kind of common, I guess, what, belief that when we speak about being feminist, we're there to support other women as well. We're there to um, uh, fight for equality yeah. and to fight for inclusivity. Mm-hmm. So that includes women of all body types. Mm-hmm. And I think it's easy, especially when you don't feel so good about yourself, to then categorize women. Yeah. So you, t- to raise your own self-esteem, you kind of distinguish yourself from other women and those women who kind of conform to uh, the standard beauty uh, ideals yeah. of uh, or fit into the beauty ideals. Um, you find a way to other them. Yeah. And so you distance yourself from them and you go like, oh, we are the women who are don't conform to those standards and we're rebellious and blah, 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 etc. Mm-hmm. And those women are just seeking attention. And then there's like these negative comments about, um, you know, the, the, those women just being bones or like... Yeah, or not having curves or looking like little boys. Yeah, like things like that that don't really help <laughs> the, the our situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, and I think, yes, of course, that women who are bigger <clears throat> sorry, um, will experience more external shame yeah. uh, but just because of what our current beauty standards are. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that the women who are uh, skinny are not going through emotional or mental health uh, disorders or facing um, really low body esteem. Yeah. Um, because like we said, it's much more complex than that. Yeah. And even there might be like social, I guess, um, there might be an idealized body type mm-hmm. that someone might personally not want. Exactly. So you could maybe be skinny and look like what people think women should yeah. look like, but still not like that for yourself. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, I think it's it's difficult because when I see women commenting on other women's bodies and, like, shaming other women mm-hmm. um, in order to make themselves feel better mm-hmm. or even to make another girl another friend like another woman feel yeah. better about herself or her body by saying like oh no like skinny girls are just this or that like mm-hmm. in an insulting way 
again, we're just creating more divide by doing that. Mm-hmm. And again, you're re- reinforcing another ideal. Yeah, exactly. So what we're doing is we're not saying that, um, like, that let's accept all body types and mm-hmm. understand that we ourselves create these body, uh, uh, these beauty ideals, mm-hmm. that they're not objective <laughs> beauty ideals, yeah. that all of this is subjective. And let's try to dismantle um, and deconstruct these ideas um, so that we can be at peace with ourselves yeah. in order to then see beyond another woman's body. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another thing is also, I think we mentioned this in another um, episode, but um, using eating disorders as adjectives, mm-hmm. which I also see so much on Instagram and just everywhere in daily life as well, mm-hmm. like calling a skinny girl anorexic, whereas yeah. you can be skinny without being anorexic and you can have anorexia and not be underweight because it's not as simple as that. If mm-hmm. you are... If you were, let's say, overweight and you have anorexia, you'll not suddenly be underweight. Mm-hmm. As in, it's not as simple as yeah. that. And that's why we have to be so careful when we use, uh, when we compliment other women mm-hmm. on, weight their, loss. on weight loss. Exactly. Because we don't know what they're facing. And if someone is facing a health issue mm-hmm. um, or has lost weight but is now at such an unhealthy uh, is so unhealthy physically and emotionally, yeah. uh, but they're skinnier than before. And you tell them, oh, you look so pretty. Oh, you lost mm-hmm. so much weight. That's only going to reinforce um, their desire to continue to lose weight. And also the kind of supposed importance of what exactly. you look like yeah. and of your yeah. body. Exactly. Because the only reason that we will continue to um to use body image as a compliment is if we ourselves see value in it see value in it exactly we won't be commenting on someone's um like eye color if we don't see eye color as important to us yeah or someone's um teeth or like whatever it is i mean so we only comment on what we ourselves find important Mm -hmm. and something that is i guess important for those of us who are affected by others other people's comments about Mm -hmm. our bodies is to think that they themselves put so much pressure on themselves to look a certain way Mm -hmm. um because we we i mean i wrote about this in my undergraduate thesis on on sexual objectification that and my study did show this as well, and of course a lot of other studies have shown this, mm-hmm. um, that if you self-objectify, you're more likely to objectify another person mm-hmm. because it all has to do with our own value system. Where do we get our own self-esteem from? Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we need to begin to do is change our value system. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's, not, it's not to say that you're a bad judgmental person if you're putting value into that because it's not as simple as just being your own personal decision because it's a social issue exactly exactly so we're not saying like oh all of you people who are complimenting uh you know each other on your body on your body on weight loss on beauty on Mm -hmm. you know things like that oh you're such bad people that's not what we're saying 
It's just that we need to realize how much harm it can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and and maybe we try to think of other things that we can say. Um, like, oh, you look, I don't know, you look well. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what, I don't know. You, there's so many other ways of approaching a person yeah. rather than like, you look skinny. You know, oh, you lost so much weight. You can even say, like, you look so pretty or you look so good, but that's it. Like, you don't have to make it about they look good because they lost weight or something like that, you know. Um, And I think it's always important to check in with a friend when, if a friend has lost weight, to make sure that are you okay? How's your health? Are you doing well? Because, you know, nothing is more important than your health. Exactly. and we so often equate weight with health. Yeah. And also then that itself is, isn't is true because our bodies are so much more complex than mm-hmm. just saying, oh, if you weigh this like average weight based mm-hmm. on your height and if yeah. your BMI is between whatever, then you're healthy. Mm-hmm. Because everyone needs a certain amount of or different amount of body fat or you know some people have a bigger bone structure have more muscle mm-hmm. and all of that goes into being healthy mm-hmm. and also your mental health yeah because it's not you you aren't you aren't healthy if you're mentally stressed about having to exercise or having exactly. to um eat a certain way um and then I guess speaking from my own personal experience with that, having type 1 diabetes, it is very common for doctors to put a lot of attention onto your weight because it is easier to gain weight or I guess harder to maintain weight mm-hmm. when you have type 1 diabetes. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, for some people it isn't, of course. But um, so th- throughout the whole almost 10 years that I've had diabetes, there has been a lot of um, attention by doctors put on my weight. Um, A year ago when that started causing a lot of anxiety and I lost a lot of weight, which many people thought was a good thing Mm -hmm. and I thought was a good thing. And for me, the fact that I wasn't underweight Mm -hmm. made it seem as if there wasn't a problem when in reality I was barely eating enough and I was over exercising and that caused hormonal imbalances Mm -hmm. which meant that I lost my period yeah so maybe on the scale and just looking at numbers I looked healthy Mm -hmm. I was thinner whatever my blood tests were still okay but I did have hormonal imbalance I had low cholesterol levels now I gained weight because I knew that I, I realized that whatever I looked like wasn't as um, important as my internal health mm. and my mental health. And I did gain weight and I got my period back and I am not as stressed about um, eating a certain amount of food. But yet the doctor that I went to still told me that I need to start watching my weight now because I've gained too much which just doesn't make sense because being a certain size doesn't mean that you'll just... I guess it doesn't 
really mean anything if you're mentally stressed and internally your body is stressed as well. Yeah, and plus on top of it, like, he didn't even bother to look at you. He just saw, like, an increase in weight, Mm -hmm. as in numbers, you know? So there was no uh, kind of... (laughs) understanding that okay her body is not like i mean not everyone has i mean we all have different body types and different body um, composition yeah body compositions and to think about okay maybe your bone structure your oh she's getting her period now that's good Mm -hmm. let's speak about that rather than you need to figure out how to lose weight now because uh you the now went yeah up. because the numbers went up but then when you when you were like skinnier mm-hmm. you were actually more unhealthy mm-hmm. so um i guess that's a big frustration with doctors because they think in such i mean not all doctors but a lot of doctors yeah. and a lot of our experience has been that doctors think in such a simple-minded and gendered way yeah and so like if you just imagine a guy who would have gone into his office of your height mm-hmm. and said that he weighed uh you know the same as you he would not have even like I really highly doubt he would have said anything to him because it would be considered a normal weight, Mm -hmm. Um, you know. But uh, there's a a certain idea that what women need to to be skinny and like, uh, (laughs) I feel like using the word feeble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like being you should be able to be like carried everywhere and yeah. just like if he, if he could just like grab you and carry you up the stairs <laughs> yeah. no but like that's the idea yeah but that's, that's how a woman should be she should be like a feather yeah and, like you know and then the guy is supposed to be a real man and masculine and and so it like basically you reestablish power relations mm-hmm. you know you see the power relation through the body and what what like the body ideals are for women and men yeah um and uh, it's extremely frustrating mm-hmm. but you know like they are not trained to um they're really not trained to work with people because a, a, you know a human is composed of more than just their anatomy like their body i mean yeah. they're not just a body he needs to think about mental and emotional health and exactly. saying that to you luckily you're at a you're at a point where you're thinking more about your mental and emotional mm-hmm. health. So somehow, even though, you know, of course, it, it affected you, you're able to kind of navigate his comment exactly. uh, in a different way. Like yeah. you're able Whereas to- um, maybe a year ago, or even a few months ago, maybe I would have started to, I guess, obsess more about what I was eating yeah. again, like yeah. I was before. Yeah, Exactly. Um, and like with me, I haven't weighed myself in so long. Like the only time I weigh myself is when I go to the doctor and they ask you to weigh yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but before it was this obsession I had yeah. where I had to weigh myself. I had to know like, am I one kilo more, or one kilo less? Like, mm-hmm. um, and it was exhausting. It was so exhausting. Mm-hmm. And I just stopped doing that because it tells you nothing. Exactly. You know, like... Um, I think the focus really has to 
be more on your mental health because that even puts so much pressure on your body Mm -hmm. and you can seem healthy and even maybe your blood test results will be okay but you'll just mentally be so stressed that you're not really healthy it's not your overall well-being exactly exactly i when you begin to obsess about working out Mm -hmm. when it becomes obsession that you have and you begin to feel anxious and stressed when you haven't worked out it reflects that there is something that is not okay and that's why i think a lot of the i mean on social media and just everywhere in general there's i guess healthy being healthy lifestyles are kind of becoming more popular Mm -hmm. i guess and just like eating healthy and working out and all that and of course that's good but it also gets it can get to a point where masking your um exercise addiction or eating disorders becomes so easy because you can just hide that as healthy living which is I guess from my own experience I even kind of convinced myself Mm -hmm. that it was just being healthy whereas it any kind of mental stress is not healthy Healthy. exactly if you're able to you know oh, okay, something happened today. I couldn't work out. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll do, maybe I'll do like 15 minutes at night or something mm-hmm. or I'll work out tomorrow or something yeah. like that. And you can do that with ease. You might be at a point where maybe you're taking exercise in a healthier exactly. manner. But if it creates so much a discomfort inside mm-hmm. of you, which I remember that being the case for me. I used to wake yeah. up at four thirty in the morning before school, yeah, to exercise, and I was in what eighth grade, mm-hmm. and it was this obsession. There was no way I couldn't wake up at four thirty and exercise, and then get ready to go to school. Yeah, um, and I convinced myself that oh, I felt so good about myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, of course, the exercise part that was good for me but the obsession with the routine I had was not so good Mm -hmm. and eventually you crash yeah um I think and obviously it's not easy to just stop thinking that way at all mm -hmm. because it is against social expectations Mm -hmm. influence that but once you start realizing that for example healthy living or eating well, exercising, it shouldn't be only to achieve an aesthetic ideal, but so that you can use your body to do things. Mm -hmm. So maybe you weigh more, but you're more relaxed mentally and you're still able to to go out for a walk or to do whatever you enjoy doing without feeling sick. Mm -hmm. That's, that's why it's important to do those things, not to look a certain way yeah exactly um and i think i mean that's exactly like self-objectification is that that your appearance becomes part of your personhood Mm -hmm. like that is your personhood is your appearance um and you 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 completely forget about what the purpose of your body what is the purpose of our legs exactly. to be able to walk, to be able to move, to be able to transport us from one yeah. place to another? Um, or, you know, uh, the purpose of our arms or yeah. the purpose or of things like ab muscles. Yeah. The purpose is not 
so that people can look at them yeah. or so you can look at them and look, oh, oh, your body fat is so low that you can see your ab muscles. Yeah. Their muscles are there to support your spine and your posture and it, your balance and everything so that you can do things, not so that you can just, not just to be visible. On display, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think, um, and again, we're, it's not about us blaming those who do have, you know, abs no, or yeah. who who are fitness enthusiasts or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we're, that's not what it's about. It's that even those people who are in that industry, that they need to be careful. And, yeah. be, and of course, you can do it in a healthy way. It doesn't yeah. mean everyone that is... A fitness model or whatever yeah. is unhealthy. unhealthy. Yeah. Of course not. But. Yeah, it's just that we should we should try not lying to ourselves mm-hmm. about you know that we're just doing this because we are healthy and yeah. blah, 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 blah. and like and again for for those who idolize yeah. others because of their body type mm-hmm. to realize that it's not all amazing. It's mm-hmm. not all. It's not all easy. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the runway models. I'm sure have a lot of health complications, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of, of athletes as well. As athletes, yeah, and women who are not getting their periods because mm-hmm. of hormone imbalances. Yeah. Um, and so again, like body fat is important. Yeah. Um, Especially for um, women, mm-hmm. body fat is so essential to produce our hormones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and I think, um, like, we spoke about this a little at the beginning, that women have to support other women. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to make an effort to do that. Um, and I think speaking about these issues and the complications that we have with our health when we are at a certain you know, when, when we have to, when our body fat percentage is too low or whatever, other complications yeah. that might come with, that might come as a result of us battling with our body esteem mm-hmm. is important for us to discuss with each other because then we realize we're actually not alone and mm-hmm. that so many of us are going through yeah. the same experiences. And, and to try and not create this dichotomy of, uh, you know, <laughs> like, different types of women like there's two types of women one type who kind of rebels against beauty standards and Mm -hmm. the other type who conforms to it because it doesn't work that way yeah models are subjected to the same um patriarchal ideas of um beauty Mm -hmm. and how a woman should look um they respond to i mean like we're all responding to the same patriarchal exactly. kind of ideas mm-hmm. around beauty um, and around femininity. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's not that someone is so easily navigating uh, the patriarchy. Yeah. Um, we just all respond in different ways. And for some of us, it's easier to fit in but that doesn't mean that we're mentally and emotionally doing so well and that's why I think we need to realize that we've that a lot of us have internalized these really harmful notions of beauty Mm -hmm. and that we need to begin to unlearn yeah and um so that we can be better and more at peace with ourselves 
mm-hmm. and then help each other and support each other yeah. and uh, look beyond just our um, aesthetic value. Aesthetic value, exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anything else? No. <laughs> I think we can like keep speaking about this. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Hopefully we'll continue to record more and more yeah. often. But yeah, this is just um, something that is super important to us. And I think we just want to continue this conversation. We want other people to start talking about mm-hmm. their own uh, challenges or at least sharing with people who are close to you. Yeah, because it makes a big difference. It, yeah, it definitely makes a big difference. And um And again, we're more than our body. Mm -hmm. We need to try and um, see ourselves for, I mean, value ourselves for for what we're capable of doing with our minds, with our, you know, those of us who are really good artists, with our hands, with our, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many things that we're able to do that we don't appreciate because we, we immediately judge someone by their appearance. We comment on their appearance. And so we preoccupy ourselves w- with our appearance mm-hmm. and you p- and you waste so much of <laughs> time yeah <laughs> like just thinking about how you look yeah. when you could be using your brain to do something else mm-hmm. or even your body's just the <laughs> yeah. way they are yeah exactly um so yeah so this isn't to judge anyone it's just for us to speak about it to see mm-hmm. how we can help each other yeah yeah Bye. Bye. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow us on Instagram. You can follow me at Tanya Nevo. You can follow Hannah at Hannah Chapatero or Blue Wild Indigo. Hopefully, we'll find time soon another episode um thanks for listening bye